Hey everybody, this is Robert, the host of 24 Flames Per Second. And Will, also the host of 24 Flames Per Second. We're both the hosts. Um, and both we just us. wanted to preempt uh, this week's holiday episode um, by letting you know a couple exciting things that we are adding to the regular programming. That's right. That's right. Uh, as of tomorrow, we'll be uh, launching our Patreon. Yeah. Um, very exciting stuff. We'll have some um, options for you if you'd like to support the show. Um, you know, we as the show kind of grows, we have a few uh, costs that um, we're we're dealing with uh, things like keeping our SoundCloud up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some like web hosting. Exactly. And, uh, eventually maybe upgrading some gear. Exactly. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, so we've got uh, a lot of like extra content that we want to be able to do um, that makes great, like, I don't know, just extra fun stuff that we can release to you uh -huh. as patrons of the show. And hopefully find ways to involve you guys in that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, the one I'm most excited about uh, will be our, uh, our drink-along show uh, mm -hmm. in which we'll be doing watch-alongs and playing drink along or drinking, drinking games, games. With, uh, with a movie of our choice. Um, hopefully down the line we'll be able to open that up uh, for you guys to let us know what movies you'd like to see us play drinking games with. But yeah, yeah. The the idea being that um, we'll be releasing video content to you that you can then watch along with uh, the movie and uh, it'll be kind of like a drunk like a, commentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, drunk and Terry is worth a shot. Um, but yeah, and so with that, the first one that we are releasing is actually coming up. Uh, if you're listening to this, the week of the release, which is the first week of February 2018, um, and it's out now if it's after that. Um, will be for National Treasure, the Nicolas Cage classic. Classic. Um, and that will go up uh, this coming Sunday, which mm -hmm. will be February 4th, I think. Something like that. Yeah. The idea being, first Sunday of every month, there will be a drink-along available uh, for you Patreon supporters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. Let's get to the show, Will. Sounds good. On this week's episode, we get stuck living through Groundhog Day. Just how long was Phil trapped in that time loop? If Phil Connors is Buddha, does that make the Groundhog Jesus? And say, Ned, how many types of insurance are there? Find out now. You're listening to 24 Flames Per Second. Episode of 24 flames per second might not be new when you're listening to it but it's new when we're recording it and i don't care where in time you live right now guess what movie we're doing this week it's groundhog day from 1993 <laughs> time is irrelevant nothing matters uh, as always i'm your host robert spiewak bohorkis welcome to the podcast that roasts the films we love the most and um and yeah, we're uh, getting our Bill Murray on this week. Uh, with, without any, I'm, I'm just gonna jump right into it. To my left, as always, the Sunny to my share, Will Paulson. Uh, I got you, babe. How's it going, Robert? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> how, how how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I uh, I had a few days off work. Yeah. And was very lazy for two of them, and mm. then got a ton of stuff done today. Um, yeah. When I left the house, I had a big list of things to do. Um, and then I put the list in my pocket and remembered a couple other things I needed to do and wrote them on my hand. Okay. Um, so it's haircut, UPS, and then there's two more lines. The first one is LP okay. and the line after that is H and I cannot remember what those stand for. Chemistry related. I have no idea, hints. but like I sat, I, I did the first two things on my list, which were like <laughs> the hardware store and picking up a couple of prescriptions. And then mm. I'm looking at my hand. I'm like, what the fuck does LP, LP and H mean? So <laughs> if you know, tweet at us at 24 <laughs> Flames Pod. If you can help me remember give what him I a forgot. memento style string of yeah, hints. I, yeah. So anyway, I got a lot done. The re and sorry, I'm, I was a little late. Oh, you're fine. Um, yeah, I told you I was going to be half an hour late, yeah. but I was only 20 minutes late this because the lady who cuts my hair is amazing. <laughs> I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Yeah, no, you, I get my hair cut at Salon Excellence on 50th. Next uh, to 7-Eleven. Connected, connected to a 7-Eleven. Cannot give it higher praise. Woo. We've worked out a thing, her and I, to where 
um, she she knows how to cut my hair so it yeah. doesn't look like I just got a haircut. Okay, and she That's can do nice. it in like 20, 10 minutes. Yes. It's amazing. That's the secret is to give give it like you want a haircut that's a week after you got a haircut. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've been going there for like three years now. (laughs) Still don't know her name. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's introduce the panel. One of these days. Well, before we get there, did you watch the movie this week? Oh, no. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Yeah. No. No, I did not. Okay. (laughs) Um, Great. Um, Okay. Then, yeah. Now we'll introduce the panel. You've seen Groundhog Day before. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. I know I know what it's about. I don't know if I've seen I guess. I don't know if I've seen it in one sitting, but like I've certainly seen it. I love movie. how your confidence yeah. level went down. As soon as you went. Oh, of course. Well, kind of yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, no. Part of it. Maybe. <laughs> Is that the movie with the uh... Yeah, right. You It's got Bill you've, Murray and You've been told about it once and it feels like you've seen it once, which is kind of Indicative of the plot of the movie. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. I was told about a, a Wikipedia summary of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had it. Saw, I've had a paraphrase of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, let's 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 let the rest of the panel in here. We've got um, on the roasting side this week, uh, Ben Scott. Hello, Robert. Hi. How are Hi. you? I'm doing well. I'm tired. Okay. I'm tired. New Year's uh, New Year's Eve Eve. I uh, went to go see Star Wars with Will and John Boy, and I got too drunk and I fell asleep. I mean, that was a month ago now, but um, (laughs) whatever. uh, Anyways, next (laughs) in the roasting panel, uh, (laughs) Jacob Fultz. What's up? How's it going? Good. Good. Thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. How how are you? Uh, I'm good. Just moved to Tacoma. Nice. And uh, yeah, getting the new place set up. Sweet. And defending this week, long lost brother of Ben Scott. Riley Scott. Why, hello there. (laughs) How's it going? Pretty good. I actually just got done with a LARP where I was stuck in a time loop. It was fantastic. You're practiced. You're well practiced. Yeah, no, seriously. No way. (laughs) It was like a bunch of terrible shit happened. Someone died. I like got like bit by a vampire and I couldn't afford some medicine for it. (laughs) Wake up the next morning. We open a little envelope we all got and I read it. It says like as the morning sun raises, use this character sheet. Time is reset. I'm like, oh, cool. All right. Time to abuse this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're not bringing any of that bias to this. Uh, <laughs> I'm defending. I have bias for everything. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Bias is allowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Incur- bias. Encouraged bias even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you understand? In the internet age, all reviews need a bias so that the reader can get attached to a personality. And bias <laughs> the is the, the literal point of the show. Also, yeah. Yeah. yeah, without bias, it is objectively wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll see. What, I'll just leave right. that. <laughs> You're gonna come here and roast ob- without objectively. bias. You're gonna be like, well, <laughs> oh, I see both sides of every argument. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Riley, <laughs> as the defense this week, um, we'll get you into movie in a minute here, so oh, we can boy. get on into it. Um, and no, this minute does not reset. Oh, great. Well, uh, it's You just... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, it was a courtesy. So, yeah, I'll give you... Um, All right, let me get myself I'll give you a three here. count. You get a minute and... Um, Give us the whole plot synopsis, spoilers and all. Do what I can. Um, all right. Uh, in three, two, one, go. Bill Murray plays Phil Connors, a misanthropic weatherman sent to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania for the fourth year in a row to cover their venerated Groundhog Day Festival. Along with him are his producer, Rita, and his cameraman, Larry. He wakes up sunny in chairs, I've got you, babe, at a local bed and breakfast. He endures the folksy yet annoying charm of the local townies, and he gives a dry, <laughs> sarcastic summary of the festivities. But his in his egress, he is blocked by a blizzard and must stop for the night. He wakes Except Sunny and Shares, I've Got You, Babe, at a local bed and breakfast, and endures the folksy and annoying charm of the local townies, <laughs> including his old friend Ned Ryerson, who he doesn't remember. It seems as though time is somehow reset. He wakes up to Sunny and Shares, I've Got You, Babe, assaults Ned Ryerson, and realizes that with no tomorrow comes no consequences. He wakes up to Sunny and Share and learns that to abuse his powers for hedonism, seeking women and committing crime. He wakes up to Sunny and Share and, after giving in to despair at being stuck in this cycle, takes his own life. This repeats a few times. He wakes up to Sunny and Share and steadily begins to use his powers to better the town, initially believing himself to be uh, a god, but after failing to save, an old man learns the limits of his abilities and elects to and become you're a person. you're out of time. You're close. You're pretty close. You made that, it was, ways. that was pretty close. I could have summarized this in two sentences, but then I wouldn't have a gimmick. <laughs> no, yeah, the gimmick <laughs> yeah, was good. good. 
You I, should do uh, legals <laughs> for the end of commercials. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be like Micro Machines, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. You read all the fine print. <laughs> micro Machines, man. I go, micro Machines here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I want to know what your two sentence summary was, but maybe first we should finish out the rest of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, um, so yeah, the rest of the plot, which is not much. Um, he's yeah. I have. You, you've got you in my notes. You got to learns everything, tries to save everyone. Yeah, I um, kind of. A bridge to the he learns end. everything bad that happens on that day. Um, no, he learns to... everything that happens on that day. Uh-huh. He knows timings of people just walking around, and yeah, no, and he tries to save everybody. Yeah, he sees like, save, save the life of this old guy. Well, he, he catches he, a kid out of he, a tree. He, also he can't everybody. save the life of the old yeah. guy. The old yeah. guy is destined to die. That yeah, day. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah. So then um, it kind of all culminates. He start yeah. He starts to learn all these skills, and then it kind of culminates in this day where. Um, uh, Annie McDowell's character Rita, who there was, he tried he tried to kind of like I don't know scheme her to fall in love with him, and mm-hmm. that never worked out. And then so now he's just doing being being his best Phil Connors, and um, kind of goes through this whole day where there's this Groundhog Day party in the town, and he's there and. She she kind of just sees him doing good all day, and um, then uh, uh, there's a bachelor auction, and he's this amazing piano player, and everyone in town loves him. He saved the mayor from choking, and this kid from falling out of a tree, and um, all the all this stuff. Got WrestleMania tickets for a young Michael Shannon and friend, and um, Zod, yes, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, so yeah, and so she she buys Phil at the auction, and they you know it's a, a, essentially they have now fallen in real love. He's a changed man, and um, and then they wake up the next morning, and it's all over. It's the ne- it's the next day, February third, and uh, and then that's kind of it. Yep. They go outside and say they might move to Punxsutawney. Start with renting. Yeah, yeah they still yeah, start with renting. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so then that's that's kind of it. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, you had a two second, two sentence or two two sentence summary. A man's day repeats. And while it starts out good, he eventually gets sick of it and then transcends it completely. Oh, Oh, that's that's pretty much it. Well, it almost sounded like a haiku. (laughs) (laughs) You can do that in two seconds. It's interesting you say that. Um, Can we get to the part where I talk about why I like this? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Opening statements. So. There's a lot of of uh, of Christian movies in Hollywood. And in fact, there's been a whole renaissance of Christian movies these days. Mm. And if you go to uh India, you get a lot of Hindu movies. You go to um uh you go to Iran, or the Iranian cinema has a lot of uh mm-hmm. Muslim movies. There's almost no Buddhist movies. And Interesting. there is a, a, a Groundhog Day can be read as the most awesome Buddhist movie ever. It's about a guy, and he gets stuck in a cycle of death and rebirth, uh, truncated into one day instead of an entire lifetime, so that he can actually perceive it. Yeah. Uh, and initially, he decides to give in to hedonism, and then give in to despair, and then he transcends it, and he genuinely changes as a person until he's helping other people seek enlightenment. Yeah. And then at, at that point, he escapes the cycle of birth and rebirth. Interesting. It's it's one of the readings. I know Harold Ramis uh, may not have intentionally written it that way, but his um, I think his mother was really really Buddhist, and so oh. he kind of when he heard that interpretation, he's like, yeah, sure. Um, nice. But what's <laughs> I important believe he is, was dating someone who was Buddhist at the time. It might have been, or it he was, was married oh. to someone who was Buddhist. Or. Okay, he had a lot of Buddhist people in his family, but uh, it's interesting in that it's a movie that allows itself to be read many, many ways. Uh, it doesn't spell everything out for you. Uh, it's There's a lot of different readings you can look into it. And ultimately, it's um, a really funny movie that is a cultural landmark or a, a focal point. I mean, if I told you oh, this is a Groundhog Day style plot, 
you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. many movies like Rashomon is like that. Like a Rashomon plot is a movie that's told from the point of view of multiple people and you see their biases. A Groundhog Day style plot is a plot where someone is stuck in a time loop for that yeah. only they can perceive. And so without Groundhog Day, uh, we wouldn't have Majora's Mask. We wouldn't oh. have uh, All You Need Is Kill slash Live, Die, Repeat slash Edge of Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> has been renamed like three times. Yeah, yeah. Um, we wouldn't have all these. We wouldn't have that episode of Xena. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, it is ultimately a uh, an adaptation of a short film called 12.01 a.m., I think. Oh, 12.01 p.m. But uh, I don't think that short film would have reached quite this level of fame and cultural vocalness right hmm. you gotta have bill murray for uh no yeah seriously so bill murray's the everyman and groundhogs and well the groundhogs sure. are for the cuteness it's like porgs right. <laughs> anyways <laughs> anyways um okay great um so yeah I, I think that um the best place for y'all to start is gonna be just talking about as, as you mentioned you know this it's this 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 plot that can now be used as as a mechanic for movies for whatever now. Oh yeah. Um, so I think that starting with kind of discussing the the plot, that gimmick of time resetting, would be would be an excellent place. Very well. To start, Ben Jacob, the floor is yours. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking about this earlier, thinking about this for a while uh, when I watched the movie, and I feel like that. Just the entire idea of this time resetting or like time manipulation in general in movies. Like, granted, yes, like the term Groundhog's Day movie, we all know what that means because it was the bigger film out of the who knows number of movies that just use the same trope hmm. over and over and over again. <laughs> and thanks. And uh, like, it just became it. It just became uh, like the fact that I would watch this movie. Uh, in the background during holidays mm-hmm. and we watched this movie and over and over and over again every year. Like, you know, it was like this and Christmas story that was just always on. Sure. God, I'm sorry. And so even when I watched the entire movie, <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I get it. Like I, I've seen this plot before. It follows all the steps of an, like a completely narrative movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jokes are there and uh, you know, it's, it's funny. And I got some laughs, but all, uh, like overall, it just kind of didn't really stick. It just didn't land. Hmm. Yeah, I, I felt really tired by the gimmick of it, like really early Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Uh, like around like the fifth time, like as soon as I like that third time, I was like, okay, he's like starting to do something different. And then it was like, is this what the whole movie's going to be? Just like him <laughs> like experiencing the same day. And like I was, I'm so annoyed by the insurance salesman guy. And oh. like, it's like, could they pick like a more annoying town <laughs> for this day and like call me a Bill Murray type, but like the town is the fucking worst. Like, and everyone's so cheery. Like, well, even, yeah, Larry, they're Hicks. Like <laughs> the guy just like outside of the hotel room is just like, Hey, are you going to the oh. Groundhog's day? It's like, who does that? Yeah. No one does that. It's fucking weird. You've the lady the with the coffee. I know she was like waiting. Cause he's like a celebrity. But she's like talking to him like, mm-hmm. and oh my God, it's just so annoying. Hmm. It's just an annoying town to mm, like yeah. be in for the whole movie. Well, <laughs> imagine how long Bill Murray's character, Bill had to live there. I know. Uh, 10,000 yeah, 10, years, I think yeah. we agreed upon uh, well, 10,000 years is what the director says. Bill Murray said, well, we talked at the time and it was like 10 years. Um, you know, yeah. the movie, the number of days it sums up is only like two weeks or something. Yeah. So but, someone went through oh, and did if the you just math. counted those. Yeah. yeah. If you, you do the math, it. it's like 10 years is what you need to do all those skills. You have the numbers. We have the numbers. The number is eight years, eight months, and 16 days. Hmm. And someone calculated this by looking at all the various arts that Bill Murray learned and judging the size of the town, how long it would be to or how many people he had to talk to and oh. go through each of the streets and all that stuff. Someone like calculated that time. And then obviously time for eating donuts and shit. Too. Right. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's easy to get lost in the minutiae. Ultimately it's, it's an irrelevant statistic. I mean, it's not important how, how many years he spent in that loop, but merely that it's a lot. Yeah. Well, right. That, that, that that's is true. One, yeah. That's one reason why I don't like this movie is because mm. it's so much up to interpretation in, in a way like quote unquote interpretation to me. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, and there's a lot of like different, uh, 
uh, legacies of this movie and they're all different interpretations like they're all like either religious themed or uh, like there's a lot of philosophy behind the movie and everybody mm-hmm. kind of comes up with their own thing but like that's why I'm not a fan of it because it's just like there's so much like trying to look deep into this movie while this movie is just a comedy hmm. and like you're trying like people I feel like I don't know, maybe it was like a time period thing, but I don't really know. Like I was born in the year that this came out, but like it was, they're trying to get so much out of this movie and like make it this big deal. And I feel like it was just because the names attached to it at the time as well. It's like, it's Bill Murray. You love yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah. You, you get like Bill Don't Murray's like, like movie can, bag. Oh, like I love this movie so yeah. much. What can I like take from this? And I, yeah. Right. Well, uh, there's a couple things to address there. Um, In response to the uh, first uh, statement that it's kind of feels a little played out, I think that's kind of like the Seinfeld effect, how people don't think Seinfeld is that funny now because comedy Mm. has been so heavily influenced by Seinfeld that you... Who are these people? <laughs> the internet. I'm coming for you. These internet people. But no, oh, it's, 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 um, it's like how people think that Seinfeld's not funny, but it's like, well, at the time this was really edgy, but like now everything's been shaped around it. I think that uh, Groundhog Day. <laughs> what is edgy a, about Seinfeld? Uh, it's it's really oh, mean spirited and no one learns show? any positive yeah. lessons. But we're not talking about Seinfeld here. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Groundhog Day. I'm just curious because it's Seinfeld's really edgy. It, it's, 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 it was, it was like one of the first it's mean spirited. Like, it's mean and no one learns oh, any sure. lessons. It's like how sure, always yeah, Sunny sure. is edgy now, except yeah. now we're all super desensitized. Yeah. Like, imagine it's like in 10 years. It always Sunny's yeah. going to be like, Oh, it's so tame when they, they found that baby in the dumpster. Oh, anyway, right. okay. <laughs> we're talking anyway, about Groundhog Day here. Thank you. And, and I think that it's just, it's been the cultural touchstone it's been for so long and so many things have expanded and adapted on that formula that we look at it now and it's like oh it's just like this weird comedy movie um but at the time it's kind of was this new thing i mean the only thing that was really kind of like it was a short film and then the expanded full movie of the short film which came out in the same year as groundhog day interestingly enough um wait so two time loop movies came out in the same year uh, yeah, I know, oh, right? Weird. Based on the same short film. Didn't that was that so the oh, short weird. film was Spooky. 1991, uh, uh-huh. 12:01 a.m. or 12:01 p.m. Whatever when it was called, I, yeah. I always get them mixed up. Uh, came out in '93 as did Groundhog uh-huh. Day. Well, that's weird. That's kind of like uh-huh. how the, like Prestige and, and um, the Illusionist, the Illusionist, the Illusionist yeah. and then there was I another one. During one of those, that's yeah. that, like that, that all came out in the and same. And Deep Impact uh, and uh, Armageddon, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, yeah, go, go dueling go movies, and twin and, uh, twin films, yeah, yeah, uh, dueling blood. movies. That's Titan A and Treasure Planet. Uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those destroyed each other. Uh, but yeah. um, another interesting thing about it being just another comedy is actually Harold uh, Ramis and um, Bill Murray. Uh, got into frequent fights over the tone of the film. Uh, this mm. is actually pretty interesting. Bill Murray yeah. wanted it to be a very philosophical film because Bill Murray oh. saw a lot of this potential in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while Harold Ramis wanted a comedy. Um, That's weird. I, yeah. I would have flipped him. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Bill, Bill, well, Bill Murray's kind of a complicated character in and of himself. Oh, he was, certainly. He yeah. went through a divorce during this. Um, oh. And it's weird because mm. I tried looking for signs of it. I'm like, hey, he's actually... he. I mean, he doesn't seem more or less surly than he usually is. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but uh, yeah, no, um, and all I say that we've we may have been exposed to this movie a lot because we've seen it a lot. But it's it was a it's a very important film to have in the canon and it influenced all the films that came after it. Uh, like a lot of Harold Ramis films now that I think about it. Yeah. What else has he done? Um, Caddyshack. Did, Caddyshack. Did he do Ghostbusters? Uh, no, that was Ivan Reitman. Um, but he did um, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Meatballs, Stripes. Who did? Yeah. Who did Stripes? Um, it was Harold Ramis. So. Well, that makes he, sense. He's part he, of a troupe of comedians that kind of made films. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's what it's like. Like with the, like, well, they're trying to make it this big, deep philosophical thing. I think it's more of it kind of became that partially because of Bill Murray was trying to say like, Oh dude, we could say a lot with this film. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to just be, you know, porkies or something. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it definitely took Bill Murray like a couple um, decades to get away from like his SNL times. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I prefer yeah. Bill Murray in the last two decades to like 
all of his stuff. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> sure. his his work you're, with Wes Anderson and translations, and broken flowers. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's called, right? I don't know. I was yeah. just talking about how much I did not like that movie. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, like, I Next like his time. dramatic. Yeah, I'll roast that one yeah. too. <laughs> we can do that one sometime. Bring well, him on. <laughs> Bill Bill Murray was important for this because he is an incredibly misanthropic everyman. He is how most people see themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, surrounded by idiots, mm-hmm. uh, stuck in a <laughs> uh, loop. I mean, the first thing we see in the movie. Okay, ignore the dumb song in the beginning of the movie. Um, the first thing we see in the movie is uh, Bill Murray on a green screen. Uh, kind of blue. Anyways. Yeah, green screen is the Anyways, term, though. Whatever, um, whatever, whatever. He's in front of a blue screen, uh, and he's just kind of like going about things and like leaves the moment he can. Great character establishing moment. He's literally on a fake set just kind of going through a thing that he complains has been doing for four years. Yeah. Um, so the the loop is almost like an expansion of that. It's a man stuck in a rut and only through ambition. Can he actually get out of it? You mm-hmm. need Bill Murray to be that asshole so that he can go through a character arc. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, another thing I've heard to mention about the original draft of the movie, they originally gave a reason for why the time loop happened. Oh, did they? And if oh, you want to save the magic forever, go ahead and skip a minute of yeah, this hit that podcast. 15 second forward button. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the original draft of the script had him get cursed by an old gypsy woman. God damn uh, it. And yeah. And it ruins yeah. the movie, doesn't it? <laughs> Having a reason for it makes it dumb. Because yeah. now Absol- it's, well, absolutely. It's, it's not like we can't draw an interpretation from it and like, think about like, Oh, well, you know, like your life's stuck in a rut. Now it's like, Oh, well the moral of the story is don't trust gypsy women. Yeah. I know uh, that yeah. is my yeah. least favorite trope is being cursed by an old woman. Uh, like, yeah. It was the 90s. Oh. Yeah, but <laughs> it was the late 80s. Been, it's still like <laughs> yeah. a century old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, um, and then the second draft of the script, um, he had a jilted ex-lover uh, open a book on how to do magic and curse him. Oh, oh yeah. See, that's actually really that's even worse. No, well, yeah, that's I think that's, perfect. Perfect. that's probably why there's drafts of a script. Right. Yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> Riley and I were talking um, beforehand and I said that this movie is sort of Lovecraftian um, and he laughed just like that at first. And I was like, well, you know, in the sense that like we don't know why it's happening and that's what, what makes it more intriguing. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. There, it's, it's, a, it's a human um, like impulse to explain everything and some Sometimes films are better served with a tad bit of mystery. You know? Oh yeah, I, 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 it's, it's um, a lot of modern uh, internet culture has driven movies to want to make codexes and lore bibles mm-hmm. and, wikis. And, and wikis yeah. <laughs> uh, to explain stuff. But um, a lot of problems in modern films are about bookkeeping. It's about trying to keep all sure. of your eggs in a row. That's why a lot of people hate the new Star Wars movie because oh, it, it stamps upon my decades of established canon. It's right. like, but 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 the film. Right. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you just you need to have something that is just kind of willing to be like mysterious. And <laughs> I, I laughed because I thought that you were trying to. St- to nerd snipe me because I thought that it was common knowledge of this. Oh, point Riley, I would something. never, I would never try to out nerd you, my friend. Uh, you, no, 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 no. I meant, I meant to say like you, you try to get me stuck in a loop of talking about Lovecraft. Like, oh, oh. Okay, I fucking love that guy. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I think that the mystery makes that you focus less on how it's happening and more what he does in it. Sure. Right. Exactly. Well, I'll go to how, so after you have the mystery and I, I do like that they don't really tell you why or how mm-hmm. I think that's interesting because that goes against the trope. Right. Yeah. You know, and the original scripts, that's, that's the literal trope, <laughs> but like you get to the last half hour of the movie and like, you know, he becomes like this better person. He, you know, there's kind of like this altruistic revelation almost, yeah. but then it just turns into like this kind of romance movie. And it's mm-hmm. just like this love, you know, between like the two characters and it like peters off a little bit too much for me because it was going through like this interesting kind of, you know, m- mystery that you're trying to figure out. And watching the cycles of grief happen on this person. <laughs> well, yeah, basically. But, but like and then it, then it just goes into like this cute little love story and ends happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, like he's this guy Sorry. who's in peril you know like he's like going through every single day repeating and and then it just winds wound, he winds up being like the perfect human being you know like that's bullshit well i, I mean bullshit. isn't isn't part of the whole thing that he like submits to his uh 
fate sort of and once you kind of quote unquote go with the flow everything gets easier once you kind of stop resisting um the change and the suffering around you some buddhist stuff uh it's more taoist but yeah well see <laughs> I can't out-nerd him. <laughs> um, it's not a nerd thing. I'm a doubt. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it. Like, he, uh, philosophically speaking, when you kind of, st- when you stop trying to be something and just be something, you know right. what I mean? I, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but that's, like, not the end of the movie, like, uh, at all. The end, of the, the end of the movie, when he, like, gets released from his day, is after he goes through, he, like... Tries to save the old, oh no 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 that was before but he like get, catches the kid out of the tree he goes yeah. and like mm-hmm. pulls like you know like someone's choking and he's mm-hmm. like right, right, yeah. you know and they spit out the seed or whatever the hell they're eating and he a piece goes of meat. and builds a piece of meat thank yeah. you and he builds like a whatever and he goes to his piano lessons and then like literally the entire town is like here. So, like, I just don't think that's a great, like, lesson. Like, hey, do literally everything you can to make everyone else's lives great. And you're the best person ever. Like, I don't, like, where, like, where's the lesson? It's way too selfless. Like, it's way too, like... If you just go and make everybody's life better, then you're automatically a really great person. Like go bend over backwards. Yeah, for and it's everyone. like yeah, it's like you should do good things for people. Yeah. But like it's teaching you in a way that like the only way that you can make yourself feel better, like selfishly, is by like going through this hedonistic period of time and then becoming like having this awakening and then right. that's it. But but like how do we know he didn't just like get bored and is just like doing this because like he doesn't know what else to do just something different yeah that's um i'd say that uh it's one of the ways to interpret this film and that's how i'm going to start most of these sentences is um (laughs) exactly exactly uh is that he effectively has a superpower right he knows how everything is going to happen. He's mm-hmm. he called himself a god. That's not inaccurate, honestly, with regards to the <laughs> small province of Punxsutawney. Right. Uh, but his powers are, are limited. So he spends his time kind of doing things for himself, but he ultimately feels kind of empty about that. So it's more like with great power comes great responsibility for that. But then I guess I'm getting Harold Ramis mixed up with Sam Raimi again. Yeah. <laughs> also, Kanye called himself a god, too. So, like... Well, Kanye has a lot of power and influence. I mean, <laughs> no, anyways. Um, uh, anyways. Um, but one of the interesting interpretations I've, I've seen of this film also said uh, that the time loop is a metaphor for him kind of being happy with the complacency of his life. And the only way to escape that is through ambition. And the specific ambition that he chose was the love of this woman. Um, That is one possible ambition that could pull him out of it through this interpretation. And he tried and failed repeatedly and ultimately escaped it by realizing that just by doing everything for her won't make her love him. He needs to improve himself as a person. And by bettering himself, he can start to affect everything around him. Um, that's one interpretation, of course. Um, I will agree slightly that, yeah, all right, kind of ends in a cheesy early 90s rom-com. Right. But... Which I normally love. Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> I normally don't Thinking love like, those. Yeah, in like two yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. hardly <laughs> wait for it. I, I normally oh, don't love those, but I feel like it, it's... it's um, it's really hard to sell a story like this. I mean, if it had just ended with him like transcending on its own, I think audiences would not have appreciated it as much as that. You have to keep in mind the time. I mean, they tried to make this movie as timeless as possible. I actually read that, but um, Hmm. you still have marks of your era. It kind of, I, don't, I just thought about this. It kind of reminds me of Big to me. I was mm. thinking about Big earlier. In, in the sense. Just not the a, magic of it. Yeah. yeah, the magic of it. But then with the ending of like. The Big mm-hmm. is Zol- Zoltan. This is Zoltar. So, Zoltar. Right. That's true, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. the Zoltar machine. But it has but, Tom Hanks, so. Yeah. Maybe that's why they were looking. Did Big come out before? Yeah, Big was oh, like. Yeah. That's probably why Tom Hanks was. That's probably why Tom Hanks was considered for yeah. this, yeah. 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 yeah, I was thinking about that. And I also, I mean, I. 
didn't really like Big either, but I watched Big when I was That's really fair. young, and I was just like, "This is weird. Yeah, I don't big. like it." This is uncomfortable. And yeah, it was really. Well, so I watched yeah, it with my mom. Well, and my mom was in the room. And you wanted to be big, basically. Well, yeah, but also <laughs> the woman. You to find mom. How do I get big? Yeah. <laughs> some some questionable um, um, interaction between Tom Hanks when he's big and the woman. Oh. You know what I mean. Oh yeah, it's no, very that, blank yeah, check. No, that movie has its own, and that concludes <laughs> our review yeah. of Big. Yeah, um, yeah. But, right. <laughs> no, but Groundhog Day though. Yeah. Groundhog Day uh, though. What? So wait. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's interesting because, um, yeah, like you said, it's just a sign of the times more than anything else. Yeah, like, they tried to keep it timeless, but he smokes in a restaurant, so it's like all right, <laughs> right. And, and you yeah, have to have. We that. thought forever we we're gonna smoke yeah. in restaurants. And we <laughs> thought forever that you'd end up with the girl at the end of the movie. Right. You know That's what I mean? what, another thing is that like it also feels like he's doing a lot of this just to like get the girl at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, Which like, I'm also just like, okay. Not, well, not that I right. need like that moment of like, like the slow-mo girl as he's like watching her like when she first comes in. But like oh, where yeah. was the interest before the time like stopped? There wasn't. That's the thing. Yeah. He only wanted to get the girl at the end when through his infinite amount of time here, he got to know everyone and he realized that he really felt something for her. It wasn't until he started to Boom. get to know her that he decided to try working on this. Does he yeah, but on? how he got to know her was like cheating her. Like he didn't like he he got to know her for the like we we see him do it to the girl before you know yeah. to the to the Nancy Taylor Na- mm-hmm. thank you Nancy yeah <laughs> oh yeah. that Nancy isn't it going to be weird when the time loop breaks and he like has to pretend like he doesn't know everything about her <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean well he's got to adapt to not knowing everything in the future let's yeah. say I mean, my interpretation is he sticks in Punxsutawney because he wants to reacclimatize to normal time so he doesn't get hit by a car that he didn't right. foresee yeah, yeah. yeah it's like well, it's like that dude still, that could still happen and. <laughs> In real time, I guess uh, yeah. it would be, it would be yeah. hard yeah. to forget. He does you know? get like frustrated in the movie, like with oh, yeah. with her, like mm-hmm. and with the situation. There's like a, the snowball. It scene. is it is a little it is a little strange in some of the more manipulative things he does. But I think in the defense of the specific time in the movie, uh, he has a limited amount of interaction time with anything. Mm-hmm. So I I think it made sense within the confines of what he is stuck in. Right, but like you see him before cheating a woman, Nancy, yeah, right. and then right after that, it's Rita. So it's like right. this person, he's not actually interested in her. He's just like, he just wants to bang her. You right. Know? And then we see like this long sequence right. of him like trying to do it. Remind you know? me, remind me, break it down a little bit more what you're talking about because isn't he learned something about this? It, Rita's Nancy? The, Rita Nancy. The he learned something oh, about yeah. Nancy so that he can come back the next day and like yeah. get right. So right? he he asks her what her sixth grade teacher. Uh, randomly, oh, sorry, twelfth grade English he teacher. Just, she, he's he's in the diner and is like, yeah. he's like, what high school did you go to? What teacher did you have for this? And the, and then just leaves. Right. Uh-huh. And then the next day comes and finds her at the ground. Pretends thing. that he used to know her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's important because. Um, He starts off doing bad things and over time he realizes that that's not a good thing to do. It's it's almost like there's an arc there. No, No, that's not what I'm arguing at all. Like, I don't mind that as an arc, but to go from Nancy to Rita, like that is he's the same person here. And yeah, sure, he does arc, but where's the like love like he's just trying to like cheat her the whole he time he did try at first but then over time he gets to know her and he realizes that 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 he was being a dumb he gets to know her yeah, beyond just, random yeah, like yeah. dislike Be- beyond you know? beyond yeah. beyond trying to play her like a dating sim video game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> very good yeah, i don't know yeah that's it's, right it's not is really it, oh, that it's not really in the mood discussing well, that, no that kind of breaks sims. when there's that night where she's like this is where he's like being really aggressive like stay here and she's like no i have to go like we shouldn't yeah whatever and then yeah. she's like i can't believe i ate fudge with you gross and he's like no fudge no blah 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 and she's like what are you doing and after that it's kind of like a dead end with rita and he starts going and doing other stuff and mm-hmm. starts killing himself and whatever and, and so then, where's and the love where's the love slowly it all comes like back around where he starts being more selfless and um and she just starts like noticing him rather than him going after her and she just said she right. then she attaches herself to him right so hmm. he tricks 
her into knowing everything about her so that eventually she comes to him. That's not what he said. Rob, stop defending this movie. You're bad at it. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, like uh, also I don't easily, have that much practice. We can easily segue into 50 First Dates right now. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, right. my, my girlfriend said to me, well, you kind of think of this as like 50 First Dates, except for kind of different. I'm like, yeah. 50 First Dates mixed with Majora's Mask. Um, no, but um, uh, I'd say... Um, Replace Bill Murray that, with Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a completely oh, different film. Yeah. That is a comedy right there. Woozy, 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 Where's no, is but, Rob Schneider, the insurance salesman? Stop. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Rob Schneider around me or my son ever again. No, um, no, uh, I, I, so it, it's, it's, it's more like he... By the time he changed that she started becoming more interested in him later, he had genuinely begun to change as a person and his his ambitions had completely shifted. And honestly, I think that realizing that the limits of his power as a semi divine being like realizing he could never no matter what he did, he could never save the old man. No matter what he did, he could never stop the blizzard from stopping him from leaving. Uh, It humbled him. And Mm -hmm. as a happy coincidence it turns out she likes people who are genuinely good people i mean there are some interpretations of this that she's living a separate time loop that only briefly brushes against his but i don't want to get into that because that's oh weird. jesus <laughs> i would love to get in that <laughs> it's all from a line where she says yeah i don't know i feel like you've done this you ever get the feeling of deja vu like she says that to him uh, yeah and it's like oh okay well but i don't i don't, <laughs> if I don't you, buy that yeah, yeah if you want to learn about she's that she's playing a great the, con if she is <laughs> yeah the groundhog day wiki page has a lot of that stuff yeah well the extent <laughs> you know the Groundhog's I, Day Extended Universe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it links together with After Hours and like There's um, a cannon. eyes wide shut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, There's they, a lot of days where we missed where Thanos comes through, <laughs> through a portal. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Every other movie exists <laughs> right. within the Groundhog yeah. Day timeline. Yes. And it's all <laughs> the snow globe of a kid at St. Elsewhere. No, anyway. There's right, the right. Stone in the alarm clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Breaking open. But uh, in, in all in all seriousness, though, um, it's the time stone. Sorry, I'm. It's okay. stop stop it. enough. Shut the fuck Break up, Robert. <laughs> Ending. Uh, oh my god, I forgot. I was had something really poignant four. to say, and you guys are just fucking saying Thanos. Phase zero. <laughs> oh my god. No, take but, your time. It'll it'll come to you. <laughs> it's 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 a wonderful little philosophical bit. I like that both Bill Murray and Harold Ramis had says in it because I think that it got you watch it first it's funny you watch it a second time and you go well actually I can I can make a lot of parallels to this mm. but uh yeah no, it's it's a, it's a good film all right any I, other any other what else you guys got I don't know we didn't we didn't really talk about other characters um and there's a handful of them. I mean, and they're all kind of, the, I mean, they're literally the same every time we see them. I found yeah. myself liking Larry more when I was an adult oh, than when I was a kid. Camera, I he was, guy. camera guy's the snarky camera guy. and funny. Yeah. I like, he sees him driving off a cliff and he's like, oh man, I'm going to record this shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps going. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's going to be so, great. And he crashes. He could be okay. And then it explodes. Yeah. We mentioned that uh, Bill Murray's brother. Brian in this movie, Doyle Brian. 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 Didn't he's know the, Bill Murray had a brother. He's also mayor, named yeah. B-Ry. He's the B-Ry Murray. guy with the you've really raspy him. voice. Yeah, you've seen him in other things. He's yeah. the Christmas vacation. Did we vacation. figure out what, what in Wayne's sitcom he's, he's on? The, oh, no. Um, if you think of the sitcom that Brian Doyle Murphy is on, I would Murray. love to His know. His last name is the same as wow. Bill Murray. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Did you just call him Brian Doyle Murphy? That's Robocop. You were talking earlier about who's like that with regard to like the annoying people talking. I don't know. That's how I feel whenever I'm on at the bus station and people start talking to me oh, or whenever God. I go to like, like Leavenworth to go skiing or <laughs> it's, something. It's Leavenworth. Yeah. Oh, this, yes. Yes. Leavenworth yes. oh, sure. is the Punxsutawney West Coast equivalent of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's like whenever I go, like I, I hate talking to people. Um, <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, man. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like people say, come up to me and go, well, how about, you know, them Seahawks? And I'm like, I don't, I like, what's the polite way of saying I don't care? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So I got a who? funny, I got a, <laughs> see who? Um, I, I, I usually was, say I don't follow baseball, but then I started realizing it uh, makes some people get really upset. Um, I was, I was <laughs> flying out of seat attack like a month ago and um i was at the airport bar and there was this 
like I walked in and there's like one of these old guys who thinks like because it's an airport, it's okay to like just talk to everybody. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's talking to this like newlywed couple that are like, uh-huh. eh, and he finds out the 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 husband uh, coaches football or whatever. And so God. they're like, and I'm just I like kind of like skirt through them, walk through them, and like find my place to sit, but. You can't sit anywhere in this bar without being within yeah. earshot of him. And <laughs> aggro range. Yeah, I, I texted John Boy actually about it, and um, uh, he said something to the effect of like, "Well, how about this? Like, you know, we just met, but it's like we're old friends at the airport oh and all this." Uh, and I'm like, but, uh, "Enough." Yeah. So, enough. so I'd <laughs> say that we know that Bill Murray has become the Buddha when he can forgive all of these annoying townsfolk Mm. and he can even go up to Ned and be nice to him. It is. Ned is an obstacle to overcome. He must learn to get rid of his own ego and make and Ned happier. Okay, that insurance. is a little weird. I, I, it's one thing I he buys all of the insurance things for Ned. I don't, quite follow that it's, part it's but part of sure. making ned's day right yeah. fair i it's still weird to me but still um, i mean all of the end is kind of weird yeah but but it's kind of it's kind of like he's so unreally good because he has he he's he's broken the cycle and he's become a better person sure. he's he's changed so much that he's 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 the buddha now um, and he can even forgive Ned for being obnoxious and right. annoying. Yeah, he is. He is like a Christ-like figure. Yeah, I've I've also yeah. seen interpretations of him. Uh, I've seen someone even saying that Punxsutawney Phil is is a Christ-like figure. Mm. But I don't. <laughs> I, I that is how I, I. It's something to do because he comes out of the ground. I. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> I want them to make a remake of this movie and just re-release it. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. No. Uh, yeah, they're but, back to theaters every year on the same day. I, I, yeah. I, I, or, just, or, just, or just say they're going to remake it. Watch uh, everyone yeah. get mad and just re-release the same film. Yeah, make um, a new trailer, funny, but yeah. then it's actually yeah. just the same film. Uh, no, yeah, but uh, it's... It, it there's a lot of interpretations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Interesting. I, I did not read the Punxsutawney well, Phil I think, is Jesus. One. I think part of why <laughs> there's so many interpretations to this movie is because there's like not a lot of substance there. Like it's really, it's really like lacking energy. Like, mm. and it's really obvious about it. And it's it honestly it makes it hard to like sit through. Like, it, not that like I need like a fight scene between the groundhogs or anything like that. Got but like, like Ned get punched. <laughs> need like something yeah. to like kind of raise it up to like catch catch my interest again because it's uh-huh. like so like it's kind of like painfully low energy and it's just yeah, hard to you'd have to be in a really dark room to actually like watch this movie but like having it on the tv it's like no i don't feel like anyone would actually yeah. watch it because it's like not catching anybody's attention like there's not even enough uh like there's not enough energy to make it a mystery yeah you know like it doesn't even become a mystery because i kind of just like really didn't care about why it happened yeah but like I didn't care why it happened, so I didn't really feel like looking into it. I didn't care like sure. why he was going like around and around and around again. So I didn't really feel like putting any effort into figuring out why. Which so like I guess like this movie to me, like I can't watch it not passively. Like whenever I watch it, it's always gonna be like I'm gonna glaze over at some point and check my phone yeah. and do something. It's, yeah, it's kind gonna, of a chore. It's a chore. Yeah. 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 yeah ben, I was gonna say this is like a pull your phone out kind yeah, of movie. This is a yeah. definitely a pull your phone I, out movie. I'd say that the uh pacing is used deliberately. It's kind of deliberately it's a small hokey town. Like guy be, guy becomes the deity of a small hokey town. Um, it's going to be really, really slow paced. Not a lot happens. He tried making it exciting by doing a dramatic car chase and it didn't get him anywhere. So he decides, all right, final. Just and I mean, it can be deliberate, but it, it's still it slow. Even it was high energy. The <laughs> loop still, it still sucks. I think like, it was higher energy. The loop would have graded on you more, but I'd say that there, you can't say there's not a lot of substance to it. Cause there is definitely a lot for people to talk about. There is, I mean, mm. I'd rather watch a film where I'm left with a lot to discuss and think about and mull over than a film that's really exciting but I got nothing else to say yeah I mean you could if you really wanted to like dig down and analyze it but most people are not like that like they just want to watch a movie and they think oh Bill Murray this is gonna be funny so like it's just so just like the same like speed the entire time and that speed is slow and that's hard to watch like it might like if you really want to dig into it but like who 
who wants to do that for every move? I am actually pretty surprised that it's as successful as it was considering it's slow pacing. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess the comedy really was that good, good enough to <laughs> people who don't want to analyze it can say, oh, yeah, it's funny. And people who do want to analyze it can say, uh, punk Satani Phyllis Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, there's, there's that whole sequence where he's trying to kill himself. Yeah. How many different... Are there a few different ways that he tries? He three to three yeah. half. Oh, okay. It doesn't yeah. show all of them. No, yeah. there's a point where he Toast goes through. There's like half of them. Yeah. Um, he says he's Just been stabbed, shot, frozen, electrocuted, and burned. He also drives his and he car, drives the car and yeah. explodes. I imagine yeah. that's the burning part. That could be the burning part. Maybe. Or dying on impact, I feel like he might. Yeah. Well... Both. Huh? Different yeah. ways to try. Yeah. I mean, if you got the time. Yeah. Might, as, might as well. <laughs> um, Check the wiki. Check the wiki. Yeah. And they know. They know everything. They already know. Um, I think it's a uh, good enough time as any to uh, mask off, and uh, we can go. We can go around the circle and say how we really feel about the movie. We can start wherever. Who Ben? Yeah. Well, uh, everything I've said is about it. <laughs> how good you, brother? Uh, I I wasn't really wearing a mask. And <laughs> we should do it like a genealogy test just to see. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I mean. Again, like this movie to me was a pull your phone out movie. I like sure. that term to describe a lot of movies that I I'm, I'm stealing that. Yeah, I'm using no, that again. That's good. Yeah. That's <laughs> good. Don't use it and too much. They'll start writing another article about how we can't pay attention. <laughs> right. right. Uh, us movies, millennial so types. Pull your phone yeah. out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there to me, there just wasn't like as much to this movie as it claims to be. Mm-hmm. I've also recently watched a lot of Bill Murray movies. I mean, not like a lot, but Bill Murray movies that I haven't really liked. Oh. Um, a lot of like his semi newer stuff. Yeah. So watching this movie again recently, I just kind of was already in like a sick of Bill Murray, you know, mood. mood. Yeah. Like granted, like I'll watch Lost in Translation and I'll love it every time. And I yeah. think he's great. I love Stripes. I love the one where he's playing Hunter S. Thompson. That um, was um, where the Buffalo Roam. Is that what it's called? Oh. I thought you were talking about Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. No, so no, it's, uh, it's <laughs> no, it's a different one. It's Where like the a, Buffalo. I did yeah, not it's like a semi quote unquote sequel because it's another book hero. Oh, did not realize that he built where he played Hunter S. Thompson. That sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and like no, it's it's a great it's a great movie. But then mm. I watched like Broken Flowers and uh, um, Hyde Park on the Hudson. And like, and St. Vincent, we talked about that earlier right. too. And so like, what about the one where he's alone on the island? Castaway? Castaway? That's Tom Hanks. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Wow. This is good. Tom Hanks, Bill Murray <laughs> comparison. To I, when I was a kid, I actually <laughs> used, to weird now. I used to get them mixed up when I was a yeah. kid. Uh, yeah. That was uh, my attempt at a joke. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. did you just catfish us? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally did. How you dare just left you? It. That wasn't my fault. But, uh, <laughs> but, nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it just became... Uh, just it, it didn't hold hold up uh, yeah. for me in with even the like semi okay standards that I had to it already. <laughs> yeah. Um I think this movie is uh awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say you traitor. I know. Uh I just wanted to talk about this movie, honestly. Um I have a list of movies that I made my wife watch when we first started dating, and this is one of them. Nice. Um, it's a good film. I think the drab cinematography I was going to bring that up as oh, a yeah. negative because it's incredibly boring cinematography <laughs> but it really works for the movie yeah. it totally fits in uh, especially with the contrast of that with the really like cheery people like it's like sure, these people's sure, like yeah, don't yeah. they like don't know like what the world is like and they just know their drab little town and it's <laughs> they, freaking awesome they nailed the small town aspect of yeah. it oh yeah like small I'm, I'm from I'm from the Midwest you know yeah. and like the small town in this movie reminded me a lot of like where I'm from in the Midwest, mm-hmm. where it's like, is that what the Midwest is like? Oh yeah, I've, I've never it's, been to the Midwest. It's, it's not like a phone nice, but like it's just everybody is just too okay with being where they are. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> like yeah, Yeesh. and it's and like in these smaller towns, like you know, and I mean, I grew up in a really small town, yeah. and it's the kind of thing where like. I don't know. In the movie, they nailed it. Basically, yeah. like that's exactly Spot. how I felt. About I'm right there. It. I'm right there with you, man. There are a few like qualities to human beings that I enjoy less than contentment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I, unsettling. Yeah. I, I've been I've been told by people who are not from Seattle that people from Seattle are really really cold and don't really like talking to strangers. And so I was afraid that I was reading this movie like with that bias. And I'm like, yeah, of course, I fucking hate talking to people. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I. But yeah. Well, I mean, Sleepless in Seattle. You know. 
I've never actually seen Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, oh yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, you've got me. It is dramatic. Yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> inaccurate. I like melodrama. Yeah. Bill Murray's really good in it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love is, it. Is Bill Murray actually in Sleepless no, in Seattle? It's no, Tom it's Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Bill Murray you seen in, Bill uh, Murray in Mazes Green and Mile? Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Green Mile, that was Real? Eminem. Oh, wait, that was yeah. eight is there any movie with both of them in it? Tom Hanks and Bill Murray. Oh, uh, no. Was he in Space Adam? Jam? No. Ooh, Cloud yes. Atlas. Yes. No. Tom Hanks. No, Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Space Jam. No, that's Michael Jordan, dude. Nice. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Bill Murray's in they Space Jam. They do much I'm going to mix yeah. it up. Okay. Right. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, ooh. Um, my favorite part of this movie is just... I, I, don't, I don't think the gimmick gets tired. I, I, I said that before. But uh, the reason I think that is because we get to follow Phil through his journey. And, and, and it feels like... He's he is the one who's kind of changing this gimmick. So uh-huh. his how he's responding to it by doing the suicide sequence, by d- doing the impulsive eating sequence, by yeah. mm-hmm. you know a cheating women, you know, and lying to them and stuff. So he, he like goes through all these steps, and it feels like an actual person is doing that. Um, and it's really really satisfying to go through this movie with that in mind, like mm-hmm. knowing that it's about him. And I'm honestly just a fan of understated movies. Um, mm-hmm. So you know. I'd, I'd do this go. movie all day. Uh, <laughs> and I'd take an hour day, break to and eat. The but, next day, yeah. And the next day. <laughs> right. I would never sleep. <clears throat> I have to say, um, I personally really, really like phone movies, I guess is what we're calling them now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, phone I, movies. Yeah, pull your phone pull out. Your phone phone out. out. Oh, yeah. yes. I love movies yeah. where I can like have it on in the background while I'm doing stuff. That's why I love Star Trek Next Generation. It's like, sure. like, <laughs> I can, I, like when, I, when I rewatched this movie, I was like speed watching it while uh, playing Final Fantasy 15. It was Whoa. fantastic. I loved it. Um, I loved the... Uh, I, I like the... I mean, when I was talking about the Buddhist thing, I was only kind of half joking uh, as, as a Taoist, I actually kind of see a lot of, uh, things in this movie that s- resonate with my faith. Um, uh, specifically, I didn't really understand the concept of Wu Wei or action through inaction till I watched this movie. Oh. And I kind of understood how Bill Murray uh, through Bill Murray doing all this stuff. I'm like, Oh, okay. So that's what they mean by not getting caught up in this or that or this. And, so, you know, you don't need to make this into what, like, I, I wish that more people who make religious movies made movies that were appreciatable by everyone. Like, I want, I want more movies that have these kind of messages to not just be, like, explicit. Like, mm-hmm. you can watch Groundhog Day as, a, as, as an atheist film. You can watch Groundhog mm-hmm. Day as a Christian movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's spiritual. It's, it's spiritual. Yeah. But, like... <sighs> It, 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 I think I read someone said by making the uh, by making the the twist not like a magic curse, it actually made the movie more magical. Like, oh yeah, certainly, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. If it had totally. like a magic curse on this, I would be roasting it. Oh, away. this, oh, this yeah. would have been but weekend. I'd be at, going hard this would have been this. weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah, yeah. it was magic. Totally. So I, what? I, I, I love, the, I love the, sequels. <laughs> yeah, actually, like we could at Bernie's too. <laughs> I, I really like the just the craft of this movie from like a screenwriting standpoint just like the Mm -hmm. little details of how the days are shifting and even like that scene where like he's not sure if what's happening is actually going on and he breaks a pencil in in half and puts it on his table side you watch then he wakes up and it's connected and he's like okay these are the rules (laughs) i know the rules now I'm going to go have a fucking burger. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah, cool. Yeah. Like all these. Details yeah. You, you, you watch him figure it out and he's not monologuing it. That's, that's what sets this apart from freaking interstellar. Um, sure. <laughs> sure. I was going to uh, make that comparison earlier too, actually. That's you were going to make that comparison yeah, too? No, I was thinking the same thing earlier. God damn. Okay. If you ever do an interstellar roast, I will burn that movie because that is Somewhere a movie that, list. Yeah. That's yeah. A movie that tries to do this kind of thing, but it's like, Oh wait, what if they're not going to get that love is what binds the universe? Better have McConaughey mumble about it to a robot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Weird Funny. time library. Have you guys watched like really crappy time loop movies? That... Yeah, I watched Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> what like? I'm like, what do you what, mean? Like, what? with the same like concept? Oh, uh, like, happy uh, Happy Death Day. Oh yeah, how oh. was that? That was, was it. Not it really wasn't crappy. It wasn't. It was. It was. <laughs> It, it, it was more. It bit off more than it could chew. Yeah, oh, that's sure. a great way sure. to put it. It's, yeah, it's okay. What's yes. your What's your uh, 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 opinion of a of a crappy timely movie? Oh, I just I wanted to bring one up that I watched because it was 
freaking hilarious. Um, it was an Amy Smart rom com. Okay. Okay. Uh, so already it's like this is yeah. up here. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's called The Twelve Dates of Christmas. Oh Jesus Christ! That oh right? boy, isn't that great? I watched it uh, with is my it, wife. Is, was this a theatrical release or was this like oh, one, no. of the, one of the uh, Hallmark movies? I think movies. it was a straight to DVD, but I think Ooh, it was on Netflix. It. Nice. Yeah. Oh, a Netflix. It was a Netflix. <laughs> Twelve dates. A, 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 oh, v, a VOD. Um, but anyways, she's. Uh, it's just really crappily done. Sure. And yeah. the entire time I am watching this, I'm thinking, Groundhog's Day did this so much better. Right. Yeah. right. And and it's basically to the to the core of like what is this person doing on this day? And like, yeah. what is she saying to the other people? Cause in that movie, she's like, she goes and bakes some bread with her neighbor. And then like at the end, everyone gets together just like in groundhog's day, but it makes no sense. Cause no one actually knows anybody oh, and it's not a small town. Sure. It's like New York. So it's like, why are right. all these people <laughs> right. in the same room? Saying they missed the point. Yeah. And like they, they totally like missed the whole point, but it still had that time loop thing, but they sure. were just, I think they were going after that cheap Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, thing. totally. I don't know why you try to make a time loop movie after this movie. You know what I mean? Uh, like, you know, I, like I don't live, know. Live Die Repeat. Is live Die Repeat good. was awesome. Oh my god! But it's it's different. <laughs> like it's like whenever you die, you get yeah. Oh yeah, you and get sent back. Uh, <laughs> love that moment. And also, he had a second person who was in on it. Um, kind of. Yeah. I like when she had the yeah. gun to his head, and he's like, "No, no, no." Okay, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to reset it. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was funny. Oh, man. But you, Will, what do you think? Uh, yeah. You know, I didn't watch this movie this week because, like I said earlier, I don't really enjoy, like, 80s, 90s mm. Bill Murray. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Post-crisis Bill Murray. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, I don't Sorry. really like... I don't really like... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some flack or whatever i don't really like ghostbusters very much yeah. um there's a future episode i li- i love uh what about bob like okay. that is what a fantastic is comedy so great. but uh, you know uh, you know well i or I, I do not like scrooged okay. uh you know so <laughs> i i yeah i i guess yeah maybe post-crisis bill murray or whatever but i <laughs> i yeah i i love i love his i i I love his work later on, but that work wouldn't be what it is without all of this yeah. stuff he did in the eighties. Yeah. Like Bill Murray yeah. became a face and then like had like a renaissance of his career sort of yeah, later yeah. on. You know what I mean? So mean you, in the eighties. I love yeah. that. You need sure. that stuff. Cause like uh, some odd, sometimes you like need that setup with the person, like with the actor, Absolutely. you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler and punch drunk love. That would not be an awesome performance without all of his comedy stuff Happy that came Gilmore before. And, yeah, with yeah. with all that stuff. But since we like know that that's who the Adam Sandler is, it totally like heightens his performance, which is like the movie. Like if his performance, or even stuck, like uh, needed Adam stay. Sandler's history of sucking to make Punch Drunk Love surprisingly good. No, <laughs> that, or the Matthew McConaughey songs. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> same same kind of sure. thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? The like, rom com king. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, but it's, then like True Detective is one of the greatest pieces of television like that's ever been made so yeah. or the first season i will say <laughs> it's like without without paris hilton being a crappy person you wouldn't have like a surprise in repo the genetic opera when she's not only a good actress but she's also decent at singing well <laughs> wait what is this there's a rock opera uh, with Netflix. a lot of really weird casting decisions and paris hilton plays like sci-fi dystopia Paris Hilton and she's really good in it. No what, way. What's it called? Repo the Genetic Opera. Um, oh, I've uh, heard of that. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? The guy who plays Giles from Buffy plays like a super villain evil surgeon who rips out organs to repossess them. I gotta check oh, this out. Whoa. It's amazing and he sings while he's doing it. He's the night out. surgeon. I love oh Buffy. <laughs> oh, hey, Anthony, Robert, Anthony oh, Head's a great singer too. Robert, what do you think about this movie? Um, I dig it. Um... Yeah, I mean, I've only actually seen it like two or three times, I think. Sure. Counting, I wa- watching it last night. Um, and like there were a lot of specifics that I hadn't like noticed before, like a young Michael Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> Which is right. was insane to me. I was Blew like, my mind. I was like, what? Yeah. Does it, I, I'm just picturing like Michael Shannon, but like five times smaller. No, still no, with no. the goatee. Like, yeah. yeah. And no, still balding. Like barely. <laughs> you can't shorter. even tell. Yeah. He's it, just like. 
He just looks like a, a little less tired. He's like, <laughs> thank you for um, saving me. And he's psyched about uh, Phil in the movie, like gets him and his date, like WrestleMania. Right. Together. Yeah. And they're like, WrestleMania. How did you know we were going? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, get to fight Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like there are a lot of um, like small details that I was like, l- I guess looking for this time that I hadn't, I just hadn't seen before from, you know, not, watching it really attentively um and i like i i think it's just so like it all just kind of the the movie sets itself up so effortlessly and that was something that i was noticing where it's like he's just kind of a shithead and they go to this town and oh shit days are repeating over and over again for him mm-hmm. and it's like there's no explanation why or there's no rhyme or reason to it, it just all kind of happens and, right. and i think that uh, y- y'all are right that like that 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 kind of makes it better it doesn't like if there was a reason like whatever reason it would have been would be super hokey upon rewatch oh, yeah. like it just wouldn't it, it it'd be like a thrown away thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it'd just be like, oh, here's the reason. Shut the hell up, all the audience members <laughs> who uh, need a reason for something. Yeah, you, you yeah. don't want to see the Shoggoth behind the curtain. It's better when it's just Lovecraftian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, Go so away, yeah, Oz. I don't know. I dig it. It's not one that I watch very, like very often at all, right? Or was super familiar with. I just remember it being like, it's it's good. Yeah, um, it's like and, a once a year watch. Yeah, that'd be on Groundhog's Day. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you don't get a lot of Groundhog's Day holiday movies. <laughs> yeah. right. That's true. The cha- challenge issued. Yeah. Someone else make a Groundhog Day movie that's oh. completely unrelated to this one. I, has there been I, another one? I'd like to see one where the Groundhog like dies before it can get out of the hole, and then it's just winter forever. Called, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. uh, that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Worst worst series finale ever. What wasn't wasn't uh Bill Murray fighting groundhogs in Caddyshack or is that gophers? Yeah, it was gophers. Oh, it was originally gophers. how are those different? Uh, uh originally Bill Murray was gonna mm-hmm. shoot the groundhog in Groundhog's Day, but yeah. then uh the director was like, Oh, they'll just think it's Caddyshack again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. What what is with this director and with gophers and like, rodents? Well, rodents? Caddyshack wasn't about gophers, Caddyshack was about really like smug self entitled golfers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was about this it was about true. watching um uh uh chubby Ch- chevy chase be likable um <laughs> Ooh. and that does not come along very often <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> all right all of this being said um, <clears throat> it's time to um time to wrap it up and um go to sleep live another day um nice so um uh, yeah i'll thank thank you all for being here ben and jacob and riley thank you and no Will. problem mm. Always a good time. Silent, silent yes. Silent. They can't see you raise your glass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just raised my can in the air and that didn't mean <laughs> Cheers to the freaking weekend, Will. Yeah. yeah. And, it's um, Wednesday. <laughs> anyways, um, if, if you've got thoughts about Groundhog Day that you think we should uh, bear witness to, uh, feel free to email us at 24flamespod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at 24 flames pod um be sure to like and review the show subscribe to the show um on facebook and itunes wherever you listen to your podcasts um the more ratings and reviews we have the more likely it is more people will find the show um so if you could do that do us that kindness like maybe a phil connors near the end of his uh groundhog day curse that's that's what we that's that's the buy all of our insurance if we were in Ned Ryerson. <laughs> um, and so um, with that, everybody, we will catch you all uh, next week. And uh, on behalf of Twenty Four Flames for a second, happy Groundhog Day. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, everyone, um, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Fish media.